Hey, Laura. Hey, Gabby. Are you looking for like a new shirt or maybe a new tote bag? It's funny that you ask because I'm currently wearing this sexy new shirt right now from my favorite brand, That Tech Pod. What? Where did you get that? I went over to www.thattechpod.com, clicked that merch tab, and I saw incredible stuff. The swag is crazy. The swag is We have so much swag. We want to announce to everybody we are so excited. We are coming in to... To 2022 hot. We are coming in hot with the merch. We have t-shirts. We We have have sweatshirts. We We have have dad hats. We have yoga pants. We have yoga sports bras. Who knew that? We have yoga sports bras. We have anything. If you do practice yoga, come to us. We have everything you would need. Yes, but no yoga mats. But we got a backpack. No yoga mats. But but we do have mouse pads, so you could buy a ton of mouse pads. We have mouse pads up and that no one ever uses. <laughs> no one's using them. We have water bottles. We have mugs. We have t-shirts, tank tops. Bottom line is, everyone, Crazy. we have so much merch that we're so excited about that you can find on our website at www.techpod.com. And now, here's the episode. Welcome to that Tech Pod, where we discuss all things e-discovery, data privacy, cybersecurity, and tech innovation. I'm Laura Milstein, and I know a little bit about technology. And I'm Gabby Schulte, and I know even less than Laura. That's why each week we talk to heavy hitters to help us out with these topics. And Laura, I jumped ahead of you. I'm going to tell you who's on with us this week. Oh, tell me who is on with us this week. <laughs> Today we're talking... I'm actually really excited about this because... Even though you are kind of more the tech expert, I really like survey research. I am very into polls and data and all that stuff. So today we're talking to Chris Teal. He's a technology reporter at Morning Consult. Uh, Morning Consult is a company that does so much research about everything from politics to consumerism and you guessed it, tech. So we are super excited to have Chris on. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank Welcome you both. It's great to be here. Chris. Thank you. I'm so yeah. I'm so happy to start my year with you guys. Oh, thank you so much. That was so nice of you. Um, 2022, you know, starting it starting it real with a podcast about tech, where you're talking to two people that don't know that much about tech. So you're off to a good start. And, and I appreciate you calling me a heavy hitter as well. I'm not sure we can discuss <laughs> afterwards whether I actually am. Well, there's we're lots gonna of pressure. actually reevaluate. Yeah, we'll reevaluate <laughs> yeah. at the end. We'll be like, oh, we'll see if that was accurate or not. <laughs> and then all our listeners will also be voting, so they'll come back and they'll let us know. Oh, he is not a heavy hitter. Try again. Just yeah, that kidding. sounds about right. Just keep the poll results to yourself on that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, Chris, we wanted to talk to you because you Morning Consult came out with a really interesting poll about social media and regulation. And we that's something that we talk about a lot on the show from sort of um, 
sort of, you know, obviously a tech user experience um, and maybe more on the policy side, but we actually never really talked about it from sort of public opinion. Like, what do people actually think about some of these regulations? So first of all, I would love to know how you came about, first of all, asking this these questions about this topic. So why don't you dive into that a little bit? Sure. I mean, it was really inspired um, by at the back end of last year, um, the House Energy and Commerce Committee in Congress, um, a couple of subcommittees had hearings where they were talking about the future of social media regulation. And is this something that we can do? Is What does it look like? And, you know, politicians have been talking around regulating social media for, for a long time now. Um, there seems to be broad agreement that they want to do something. There have been enough controversies, even just in the past 12 months, um, that is making regulators think, yeah, actually, we can't, we can't just let this be the wild west out there without anyone basically doing what they want. Um, so that was what, what inspired it. Um, and yeah, really, we just wanted to know what people thought of some of the proposals that were, were being put forward, um, especially reducing social media companies' uh, liability shield, which we can get into in a little bit. Um, we wanted to know basically, you know, how much support was there for this? It, does that cut across party lines as well, whether it's Democrats, Republicans, independents? Um, and I was really interested um, to hear about not only what um, lawmakers can do, but what the social media companies themselves could do without having to be pros- pressed by uh, lawmakers. Um, just, it was just really interesting to hear from the public, you know, what, what do you think they can do either through law or just off their own backs? Uh, so that's really what inspired it. Yeah. And I think that that's really interesting because obviously, you know, in the news lately, we've been hearing a lot about, we've been seeing a lot of hearings, especially, you know, a couple weeks, maybe a couple months now um, with the Facebook whistleblower, um, you know, kind of there's, there's been a lot of attention lately on um, social media and Facebook and Twitter. And so why don't you tell us some of the major findings that really popped out for you? Yeah, I mean, the, the the major finding for me was, you know, support of government regulation of social media, the, the kind of big overarching question we asked, you know, do you support this? 56% said they supported it. And that's bipartisan as well. you got 68% of Democrats, 51% of Republicans. That seems like a pretty big agreement on you know the the that Congress has to should do something. Um, it's rare, really rare, that you get an issue that has that kind of support across party lines, especially these days. And Chris, um, just to jump in there, um, where do you stand? Where do I stand? Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I'm not I, supposed I'm not, to ask a pollster where do they stand. Like, I know. Nor, I, know. Nor, I just want to see how he'd handle it. I wanted to see what he'd say. You don't have to reporter. answer. I'm a reporter. I don't, I'm not paid to have opinions. I'm paid to have facts. All right. Well stated. See, there you go. <laughs> um, the, the other thing uh, that really struck me as well um, so I'm going to go back on myself a little bit. Um, we did a similar survey in October, and 52% said they supported government regulation of social media. So it's ticking upwards. Um, in the past, in the 
last two or three months of 2021 uh, with, as you say, everything that, that kind of happened, um, the new news that was was coming out, various articles and, and hearings and whistleblowers and, and all this kind of stuff. So it was just interesting to see that support is moving upwards. Um, the, other, the other one that really struck me, uh, 61% said social media companies don't do enough to protect their users' safety. Uh, it's a really stark finding. Not only do the public think that the government should do something, but they basically don't think that social media companies do enough on their own. Um, and so I, 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 I was just really struck by those two things, just just there, you know, just, yeah. just showing that the, the issue that, that we're talking about right here. I mean, that was that was those are my big top line findings, and obviously there was a ton of others as well that I'm happy to discuss. No, that's that's really interesting because. First of all, um, you know, Laura and I have talked to a lot of people about sort of the uh, regulations, especially in Europe, um, and Laura can definitely speak more to that. But, um, you know, a thing that has always popped up to people that we've talked about is that the U.S. is very behind on, on a lot of these policies, a lot of these regulations. And when you think about um, sort of American mentality in general, I feel like the at least stereotype is that we don't like a lot of government overreach or a lot of government uh, regulation and anything in general. But to see the numbers there, uh, you know, majority of of people that you asked, the majority of respondents said they were in favor for more regulation, especially Republicans. That's that's really interesting. Um, Laura, what do you think about that? <laughs> I have to be honest. I think everything you're saying is true. And I think it is one of those concerning yet exciting things when you read polls and you're always like, oh, I knew this or, oh, this was a surprising number that I wasn't expecting. Um, I do think with GDPR and looking overseas, they do outside of the U.S. minus California and a few other places that are regulating policy a little bit more. It is more of a structured thing when it comes to data, when it comes to policy, when it comes to how things are handled. But I think the U.S is coming to to change all of those things. I think even when you look at policy around like cryptocurrency and things like that, we're going to have to step up and figure out how do we regulate these things. And so I'm not as surprised as you are about people wanting that because I think to some extent, a lot of people would want these things. It's just a matter of what does that look like and how do we define that and how does that go into play? So I guess my question to you on that, based on the different policies and the fact that some people are saying they more, they're in more of a favor of certain policies and how Gabby was surprised and I'm not as surprised, how do you feel about that and what do you think will happen with policies moving forward and with these polls, do you see, you mentioned a little bit of this earlier, but where do you really see people going in these directions? Do you think there's going to be drastic changes? I don't know is the short answer. And I'll tell you why I don't know that. Um, it's because Democrats and Republicans in Congress don't agree on what the problems are. Um, and if you, I, in my opinion, at least, if you don't agree on the problems, then how can you find a good solution? Um, you know, Democrats on the Hill, on Capitol Hill, um, say you need more content moderation to prevent things like hate speech, inciting violence, bullying, harassment, all of these really bad things that we agree are just not great and shouldn't be on social media. On the other side of the aisle, Republicans 
are accusing the social media companies pretty con- constantly of censoring conservative voices, conservative viewpoints. And they say, look, if we're going to do this with the First Amendment in mind, we need to have complete freedom of speech with with all that that entails. Uh, I'm not going to debate the merits of who's right and who's not really my place. Um, what's interesting to me is one of the one of the big things that has been discussed is uh, reforming Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which, um, for those who don't know, is essentially it gives websites. Um, immunity from being held liable over content that users post. Um, So it means essentially if I put a post on a social media site that incites violence, the social media site can't be sued for that. Um, And there are are various bills being debated. Um, You know, the one that has particularly grabbed me, um, it would amend Section 230 to hold these platforms accountable if content that is shown through the kind of algorithm that sorts through your newsfeed um, promotes violence. Um, that's a really interesting one, an interesting way to amend this. Um, and, you know, one of the things that struck me in our polling as well is, you know, 65% of people said that they back holding companies liable for content that users post. So there is clearly some support out there for reforming Section 230 or amending it or whatever you want to I call it. Um, clearly, there's an acknowledgement that look, this this isn't quite working, and we need to rethink this. Yeah, that is really interesting. I was just about to say, um, you know, about holding companies liable. Going further, um, you're, the poll found about two thirds of the public said that social media companies, um, if they're held liable. Or no, one in two adults said if the companies are uh, think violent social media content will decrease if the companies are held liable. Um, So basically, there's like an incentive for users to not, you know, do as much or maybe harassment, bullying or any sort of incitement of violence, whatever that is, um, there is an incentive to drive that down if there is some action to hold companies liable. So that's actually, that's pretty interesting to me. Absolutely. I mean, no one wants to get sued. Right. That's really what it comes down to. Um, I'm curious and it's totally okay if you haven't, but have you done any do you know of um, any sort of polling or research that's been done for similar policies overseas, and if how that compares to Americans at all? Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not familiar with with that. I mean, we've really been U.S. focused with this, so yeah. I have to kind of take a pass on that one. Yeah, no worries. I I think that um, it's really interesting because in the U.S., like we said, it is. Well, Laura may disagree, but it is sort of a newer thing um, of more regulations coming into uh, the social media realm. So I think this is really interesting, a really interesting poll. Would you say, Laura? With you, Gabby, I'm not going to fully disagree. I mean, I think social media has been around for like 14 years, so it's new-ish. But I'm, I'm going to agree with you on this. I want to see where you're going, Gabby. Get crazy. Well, where I'm going is I actually thought one of the most interesting things that you mentioned, Chris, is that there's an uptick in support. So, like, 
Um, so obviously there's more kind of in the news, like we just mentioned, um, there's a lot of reports coming out of, you know, certain things on social media being harmful to like children. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, any findings in that realm? Yeah. I mean, um, the thing that struck me the most, right. So I mentioned that 65% support holding companies liable, um, through regulations, um, 78% want stronger protections for children on social media platforms. It's uh, one thing we saw earlier this year when you look at the, the mental health impacts on, on young people and on young girls and that kind of thing, I thought was really interesting. Um, and um, 67% also wanted more al- uh, transparency around how social media companies use algorithms to determine how content is sorted on our news feeds. I mean, no one really understands it, right? I mean, the, the companies just kind of keep it quite close to the chest of how do they how do they promote certain pieces of content to you over, over others? Um, and, you know, we, we know from surmising that it is to, you know, either rile you up or to, to show you, to kind of keep you engaged and that kind of thing. Um, so, it, but it, it would be really interesting. It's interesting that people want to look under the hood a little bit and, and just get an understanding of what is actually going into this, this algorithm that is showing me, you know, news content X, Y, and Z rather than, you know, A, B, and C. So last question for you, Chris, and we, we try to ask this in some way, shape or form to everybody that's on. Um, but for you, I guess, you know, as a, as a tech reporter, what are you going to be paying attention to in, you know, the months to come, whether it's around social media regulation, what's kind of on your radar for the next couple of months heading into 2022? A few things. I mean, I, I will say, yeah, social media regulation is something I'm going to be paying attention to. Uh, you know, I'm really interested to see if they do actually follow through on doing something like this. Um, and what does it look like? Um, does Is legislation that comes down the pike just going to have to be so broad that it has unintended consequences on the rest of the internet? Um, that's That's going to be really interesting to me because, as I say, you've got two political parties that disagree fundamentally on the issues at stake here. Um, what does that mean? And obviously 2022 is an election year as well, and there's bound to be all sorts of things. And I tell you the other thing I am gonna I'm gonna keep on the social media regulation thing. The thing I'm gonna pay attention to as well um, are the states. Um, state legislatures. So you had last year you had Florida and you had Texas who both um, passed and had governors sign laws essentially banning, um, you know, censorship on social media based on viewpoints, what they called censorship, I'm sorry, Uh, essentially because they said, look, conservatives um, are seeing their views being, um, you know, they're getting banned and suspended and whatever by these social media platforms. Um, Both of those laws were um, blocked in court. But what I'm going to be interested to see and what some of my sources told me is you're going to maybe see more states dabbling in regulating social media um, themselves, because frankly, Congress, you know, they don't expect Congress to do it. And so maybe they'll try their own similar law that, yeah, might get um, 
blocked in court as well, but is perhaps a little bit of political meat that they can throw to their base. And it's a very cynical world we live in. <laughs> uh, but that's that's what I'm paying attention to. I mean, I, I've been a big believer for as long as I can remember that state houses are really where the action is. Mm. Um, and I think it's true with, with this policy area as well as any other. Yeah, no, that's really interesting, especially with the recent, um, you know, permanent banning of Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene's personal account, at least um, from Twitter. So I think, yeah, that's definitely something that we'll definitely pay attention to as well. And Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking to us. Thank you so much. It was great to to be with you guys. tech reporter from Morning Consult. He talked about public opinion on social media regulation. What were your tech takeaways? Well, right now I'm thinking about reaching back out to him and asking him to create a new poll that I would like to put together based around that tech pod, obviously, because I think if we did that, I'm not sure if it would be, you know, 50% of the Republicans are voting for us and 50% of the Democrats, or if it's just 100% independence, or if just, you know, the whole world as a whole is kind of pulling toward us. But I think that's where I'd like to start. What are people voting for us on? What are they voting just, for? Us? Just, you know, that we are the self voted number one tech podcast <laughs> in the world if we should just be the number one tech podcast in the world obviously (laughs) um well i I, yeah yeah i really thought i agree i would love to see a poll about that but i also thought what interested me the most about this research that chris talked about was that um Across the board, really, it seems that Americans in general are very supportive for more regulations in social media. And I feel like that's something that maybe people wouldn't automatically think of, because when we think about Americans and we I talked about this in the episode, you know, stereotypically, we like we don't really like regulations. We like we like to do things on an individual level. Um, but it seems that as more and more awareness comes um, about social media, how our data is being used, how it's affecting mental health, there is support for more regulation at the top level. So if you want to find us, you can check us out at www.thattechpod.com. You can you know, enter your email to stay in the loop, go to our merchandise tab and get some great cool swag that we now have. You can also swing over to LinkedIn slash that tech pod to follow us on there to be, you know, corporately connected. You can hit on up on our Twitter to tweet at us at that tech pod and teach us to tweet. You can reach out to us directly at contact at that tech pod.com. And um, also, Gabby, if they want to do anything nice for us, what should they do? Buy and wear our merch, number one. Number two, go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review. We would love you forever. See you next Tuesday. Bye.